What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Too far along. The previously unreleased album by Synthetic 16 is now available on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Music. Special episode of Break the Apocalypse Podcast Thanksgiving Edition. This is your weekly look at the hellscape that we find ourselves living in forever and ever, even on a major holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. We are coming to you live this morning. We're recording on Thanksgiving Day. My name is John Draper. And of course, Shaheen, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. I am coming live from the living room slash my zoo. I got fucking, live and direct, dude. Yes. I got like 75 species with me right now. You're like the Persian Dr. Doolittle. I am. I'm the Persian bald, uh, Snow White. Yeah, the Persian Dr. Doolittle. La, 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 la. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, happy Thanksgiving. What an odd way to check out a new show on Thanksgiving Day. But a little program note early. You do not get the full podcast. No, 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 no. You have to go to patreon.com backslash break the app for the inflation busting holiday giving price of just $5 a month. That $5 a month gets you tons of hours, tons of hours of exclusive unedited entertainment for your listening pleasure. We got the full shows. That's the only way you get to hear the full show. And then you get bonus shows. We got monthly bonus shows consisting of question and answer shows made up exclusively of the Patreon members' questions. They send us questions and we answer them. It's a pretty basic concept that's been going on for many years. And then, of course, we have our bonus shows called Apocalyptic Democracy. That's where we give them a topic and they vote on it. And then uh, whatever wins, we talk about. We give them a bonus show based exclusively on that topic. And then we've been doing holiday hangouts. Yes, uh, special edition holiday hangouts. Uh, we just did one last week. Uh, we'll be doing one this upcoming month in December. So you want to get in on that. It's uh, patreon.com backslash break the app. Five bucks. Give yourself that gift. That is a gift that keeps on giving all year round. Does it not, Shaheen? Yes, sir. And we're going to have a lot of cool different concepts coming up in the next new year. Because obviously, like for the, re- for the remainder of the year, we're going to talk about like New Year's and Christmas and do special mm. shows like that. But next year, we'll probably do themed months. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. There's no holidays in yeah. There's no uh, January or, or you know 
any special occasions happening then. So you're we'll, saying we'll, a, you're saying a President's Day bonanza wouldn't be a good draw yeah, for people. I don't give a fuck about that. You know, Flag Day. Arbor I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about old white men. You know, I don't yes. want to do that anymore. Yeah, I thought you were just gonna say I'm tired of talking to an old white man. I was gonna say oh, I guess this is our last show. We, we're yet. breaking up on the air. Uh, <laughs> but there's nothing I could do about that show. I just happen to be who I am. But yeah, we're gonna be doing special shows. I think we'll throw some solo shows in there. We'll get B show back in there. It's gonna be a fun time to join. This is probably the best time to join. And of course, a very special thank you to the many, 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 many patreon members that have been with us since day one and of course the new patreon members uh uh fine how do you do to you as well uh yeah so people this is uh this is legit it is 10 41 in the morning on the east coast it's thanksgiving sean i decided we would do the show in the morning uh and get it out right away uh obviously to the patreon members look at the full show and of course um all the streaming platforms uh we'll get it later on in the day uh for your audible pleasure sean it's thanksgiving it doesn't feel like a major holiday does it this one's a weird one for me because I'm actually not seeing my family. So this is like a very, this is like a regular day for me. So this is like a typical Thursday. Yeah, this is a fucking Thursday for me. It's a fucking it's Thursday, Thursday for Thursday. me. Um, yeah. for, the, for the Patreons, uh, Noah, you know, they're, they've been introduced to, to the girl I've been seeing. So she's going to st- stop over um, yes. later on. She's going to bring some food over and kind of stay What a over lovely, lovely young young lady she is. Yeah, so she'll bring some food over. So I'll, don't feel too bad. I'll, I'll eat turkey. It's just, you know. Yes. Yes, but, and the dogs uh, to, will get some turkey. To be fair, though, I'm having my first white Thanksgiving. Um, I'm scared to food. know what that means. Oh, white okay. people food. It's the first time I'm actually just eating white people's uh, cooking exclusively. You mean exclusive yeah, yeah. White... So, yeah. so, so you're gonna have your first colonizing Thanksgiving. How yes. ironic on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, she even gave me a heads up. She's like, "Yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm just gonna give you a heads up that it's like a white people's Thanksgiving." I don't. Know. I was like, "I don't know what that means." Uh, do you season? She was like, yeah, yeah, no, no, we're Italian. We season. Yes. I was like, all right, well, that's that's great. Then it's yeah. fine. So, yeah, but I mean, it's going to be white. I don't, don't, don't really worry about seasoning. Italian the- seasoned food. We 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 put yeah. we put we good, put shit good. in our we 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 take the we we shake shit over it. Sometimes we over season. That's you know, fine. We're, I'd rather we're have an over seasoning culture. You know, we get a little too too fresh with the with the seasoning. But uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, you guys it get fresh like with everything, man. Fresh with space. Fresh with hugs. Yeah, we like to words. touch people. Yeah, yes. yeah. Ask Cuomo, we like, man. We touch people. Italian. We like to reach out and touch people. You Sometimes do we don't even know them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, it's not even just necessarily sexual. Just talking to you, we can hit you thirty times in a two-minute conversation. Just talking to you. We talk yeah. with our hands. A lot of tapping. A lot you know, of tapping. A lot of touching your shoulder. You. Yeah, yeah, a lot of touching the shoulder. A lot of like sometimes that little fake push, like ah, oh, get out of here, like you know yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Playful, uh, playful culture. Yeah, we're a playful bunch. We're a playful Good. bunch. But uh, I'm, I'm very glad lively. She's be by. It's good for Thanksgiving. I feel like you know I've never been around an Italian family, but I feel like it'd be good for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- th- most families just do the do the traditional stuff. Maybe they'll throw like a ziti in there or some shit. You know, like no, I just like the not. vibe. Like Italians are like animated. You know what I mean? It just feels like well, you're, well, European people. I mean, like yeah. we're big, loud European people. You yeah. know what I mean? We've been around for thousands yeah, but I've, of years. I've been I've I've been around Irish people for just strictly Irish. Yeah, but you're talking about Philly. Philly Irish is a specific type of Irish. Is it? Yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of rough, bro. (laughs) I had a bad introduction to that. Philly Irish is a special, is a particular Irish. Yeah. I think you. I think you're well aware. Philly white. Yeah, they're just like specific. aggressive and racist, pretty much, and drunk. That's Philly like, white 
you know, and of course we're not, we don't mean to say that everybody in yeah. that, of course that would be No, ridiculous. just 80%, like 80%. Maybe 90, maybe 91. Yeah. You know, Don't there's a very, that. you know, I'm sure, Sean, your dealings with the whites, uh, you know, for almost 40 years now, practically you've been dealing with whites, close to it. You know, you know. No, you know, actually, no. Actually, no. no. That, that's right. That's right, because you didn't live here. Yeah, I didn't live here. I didn't even see white people until I was like nine. I didn't even know. Wow. What, I didn't. Even, I had never seen a white person until I was like nine. Wow! So you were like ET and shit with the white. Yeah, like ET like the or, first or time black ET people. I didn't. I didn't even know like black people were a thing until I was like nine. Wow! I'm not even like, joking because like, no, like, no, I can't Iran. We don't have access. Like I don't have access to like. Actually, no, I'm lying. I watched Coming to America in Iran, so I knew black people yes. existed. But I'd never right. seen one until I went to Germany, and then there was Africans there. I was like, oh, my God, there's, that's like a thing. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. You start seeing – but not only that, you start seeing all different types of cultures when you go to a European country. I mean, my God, you know what I mean? It's not – you know, especially – Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. In your lifetime. In yeah. your lifetime. But, you know, you, you're – you know, you've had very interesting <clears throat> experience with the whites. Uh, most of it is uh, not necessarily positive, you know. So uh, happy whites giving to you, Shane. That's okay. I get, I get my revenge back and come. I know. We've discussed this. You take it out vaginally okay. on uh, on the culture. This is how you, you know, you get you get reparations through through holes. Uh, but uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Even on Thanksgiving, we don't tone it down. Yeah. We don't give we a shit. We turn it up, man. We turn it we up. Turn, we turn it up. So I'm excited because I have days off from work. It's very exciting. Uh, I have family here. That's pretty cool. We're going to have a nice dinner today. Whole house smells like food. Um, there's just food and booze everywhere, dude. Just food and booze. Just everywhere that I could see. There's just food and alcohol. And there's not even a lot of people here. We're only having a handful of people. But, uh, you know, hanging out with our neighbors already last night. We already got plans for Saturday. I like not working. I didn't exercise today. So that's a big deal for me. I did not exercise. I take a, I take a, I take a step back. I'll be back out there tomorrow, freezing my ass off. But today, I'm gonna eat real food. I'm drinking shot. I'm drinking a giant Starbucks right now, which I don't normally do on a Thursday. Oh, I'm jealous. I know, dude. I had the kids go out and get it this morning. So yeah, I got my kids here. My my uh, my kids got a friend here. My in laws are here, and uh, you know we got dude. There's so much food. Got a 14 pound turkey working now. Shot today is also the World Cup. That's odd. That now is is America playing on Thanksgiving? Um, I don't think so. Not today. Now you guys got your ass kicked by Iran, huh? No. I mean, Iran got their ass kicked by. Yeah, Iran. I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, America plays Iran next week. I think. Okay. I think next okay. week is the time where we play. Um, America, but we play. We play uh, Wales tomorrow. Wales. Oh wow! Tomorrow at like four. You're just going through the whole UK. Well, it's it's in groups, so yeah, the groups they all play each other. So America and Iran play each other next week, which I feel like America and Iran play each other every four years. I think they just do that on purpose now. Maybe, um, because I've not, I'm not we have such kidding. a good we have such a good relationship. Yeah, I feel like it's on purpose, <laughs> just because. No, I'm serious. Like every every, it's like a Rocky years, movie every four years. Yeah, I have it's like an eighties Rocky movie every four years. I have this like internal like tug of war, you know, and and. I know this for sure because again, I go through it every four years. They hundred percent play each other. I feel like every four years. Wow. Every time yeah. Well, you follow it, but you also you like regardless of who's in it. You have teams you like that don't have anything to do with America or Iran. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Right? Who's like your Argentina who's your... is is one of my favorite teams, and I, I mean, yeah. I've never been to Argentina. I don't even now, know. Didn't Argentina. Saudi Arabia just beat Argentina? They did, which is fucking crazy. Dude, cause... did you see? Did you see the Saudi Arabian guy trolling Messi? Uh, after the game, it's nah, amazing. I, didn't see it, I don't know much about. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> pretend. Look, I'm a new Jack. I'm just going to 
If you could find it, Chuck, because you need to see it. So there was an Asian reporter. I don't know if he was Japanese. I'm just sorry. I just don't know. He could be Korean covering the match after it happened. And the Saudi Arabian fans were leaving the, the stadium after beating Argentina. And a couple of them went over to the microphone in broken English and said, where's Messi? Where's Messi? Where's Messi? Like trolling. Tro dude, it's an amazing clip. I, you have to find it, dude. It's just so, and of course, like the guy, the, the Asian reporter is like, ha ah, ah, ha, like, you know, ha. Ah. He goes, hey, 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 where's Messi? Where's Messi? Messi? Where's I Messi? Dude, the most ultimate troll ever. There was three dudes. Just type in, where's Messi? Where's Messi, dude? Like, it's the funniest. It is the funniest shit ever. I don't know if he's Japanese. Again, I don't, I, I, I'm just, I hate to just say, where's Messi? Um, or just put where's Messi uh, reporter or whatever, World Cup. Let's see if it comes up the clip. Dude, it was on. It was on. Uh, if I could find it, I'll send it to you now. But yeah, he trolled. He trolled this reporter. And the reporter's like, you know, indulging him. You know, he seemed a little intimidated. Do you know what I mean? But it was so fucking funny. I watched it a bunch of times. And I'm almost certain, Shah, um, that, uh, <laughs> that whatchamacallit, I'm, oh, oh, here it is. I'm, I'm going to send it to you now if you want to throw it in there. Hold on one second. Sorry, people. I, this was not planned. Um, I just sent it to Did you. you. I'll check it out. Did you see this clip of uh, all the ja Japanese? Yeah. Did you see this clip of all the Japanese fans? Cleaning the stadium? Yes. Did you see the locker room after? Yeah. So people, for people who don't know what we're talking about, obviously the World Cup is going on. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a big fucking deal. It's in Qatar. We've talked about it a little bit on the show. But, um, you know, it, there's there's some there's some interesting stories coming out of the World Cup that have nothing to do with soccer. Um, and uh, one of them is like the, the Japanese fans taking all of the garbage after a match, which you just don't see anybody do. I mean, especially in America, we don't see that. Shaq, can we play this clip on? Uh, so I want to set this up. I don't know if this is a Japanese reporter, but. Uh, are you playing it right now? Because I can't hear it. So I just want to make sure. This could be Korean. I think this is Korean. Yeah, Saudi Arabian fans uh, trolling a Korean reporter, asking them where Messi is after beating Argentina. Messi obviously being one of the most famous soccer players in the world. Shah, are the people hearing it? I'm sorry, because I can't hear. Shah, you're on mute. Yeah, they should be able to hear. You you can't hear. They should be able to hear. Though. Okay, so I should. So tell me when. Tell me to stop talking. Here we go. No, they are, they already heard it. I was playing it already. You just oh. couldn't hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I heard I heard them though saying the where's Messi thing. Dude, that taunted. See, look, that taunting this dude. Dude, that's dude, this is very Western what they're doing, huh? Yeah, this is trolling, man. This is trolling. Look, he grabs the microphone. And Shah, does he not insult the Asian reporter's English? Like where he says, congratulations. He goes, oh, thank you. Like that he makes fun of his. his... Yeah, it's kind of like the Asian accent, I feel like. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if, for the people who can't see the visual, it's Saudi Arabian fans taunting a Korean. I believe this is that's Korean, the language. Um, I believe it's taunting, taunting a Korean reporter making fun of the fact that they just beat one of the, you know, Messi's what, number two, number three in the world? Is he, even, is he number one still? Um, I would say like Ronaldo and him are up there. Yeah. Yeah. He's number one or two easily. He's definitely, you know, um, did Messi not score? I didn't watch that game. I know they lost though, but I mean, he couldn't have done that well because they only scored one time. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't even know how long Messi's going to be. I, this might be his last World Cup, man. I mean, mm. 
soccer players they don't play typically more than like 35 years old well it's a hard game yeah yeah. i mean you're running for three hours it's pretty it's like an nfl running back or something like you can't i mean worse they don't stop running nfl i mean they take well no but i'm saying in terms of age like once you get like late 30s okay you're you're out it's not like it's not like baseball or you know it's it's, not like it's very tiring you don't see anybody that's not lean in soccer you have to be skinny yeah there's no flappy soccer not at all you can't can't and there's no overly muscular ones either no that doesn't really support your frame you have to Absolutely. be lean you have to be very wiry you have to be an ill it's cardio for fucking yeah. days man that's all it is dude but that was kind of funny that those, those guys huh that was kind of funny they're trolling the, the dude yeah I, I i really appreciated the japanese thing i thought that was cool to highlight because a lot of times we just focus on the negatives and i thought I, yeah that was cool to see articles like that like hey look at these people cleaning up after themselves yeah yeah. That was that was dope. So shout out any any Japanese people listening. Shout out to yeah, you. Yeah, and, and they also culture. and when the team won, you should see you should see the picture of how they left the locker room after they cleaned the locker room. It's amazing. The, the national team. It's amazing. I mean, this is just unheard of. I mean, look, it's just it's a very polite culture. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a stereotypical or an insensitive thing to call a culture polite. Do you? Do you? I just wish they would stop eating like octopus uh, alive. That, that's that's the only part of the culture that kind of throws me off. Yeah, I mean, they do actually have live fish and vending machines, I think, which is kind of strange. And everybody smokes. I believe it. There's a lot of smoking there. That's Uh, China, too, dude. They fucking, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. My friend lives in China, and he's like, dude, the amount of cigarettes you see on the street here is... yeah. Insane. You're you're walking on cigarettes, not sidewalks. It's it's yeah, which is weird because like a country with such good like uh, advocacy towards um, being non-littering, not giving a shit about smoking is kind of weird. Right. I mean, it just doesn't fit the profile. I think it's 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 a stress reliever. It's a stressed out society, especially yeah. in China, when you have billions of people stacked on top of each other. Um, yeah. They can't even like really get Internet that, that much, you know, like that. Well, it's also a communist country. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not a so democracy. It's, it's not yeah. a functioning democracy. It's, no. a, it's an old school communist country right. under a communist regime. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm, I might check out some of the World Cup today. I'm not a big football guy. Obviously, this is the day everybody watches football, you know, uh, and uh, start. I'm having dinner at four o'clock, um, which is very Sunday Italian for me. Uh, but uh, I'm excited, man. I'm happy. I'm happy for everybody. And look, I, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit we're going to talk about today, uh, you know, which is kind of a downer, I know. But I think it's, you know, uh, <laughs> Even though it's Thanksgiving, we still the apocalypse, Shaheen. We got to stay on brand. We can't break kayfabe. Yeah, we got to keep keep the uh, keep the gimmick alive. Yeah, we got to keep the it's gimmick. Not so alive. I wish it was a gimmick. It's not really a gimmick. It's, it's not a gimmick. It's, That's it's, the it's thing. Real people life. Don't it's real life. <laughs> I think people like, around you and I will tell you. Will tell like, uh, I, people. Listen, this isn't a gimmick. They really talk about this all day. This is all we do is talk about this stuff all the time. I have I have uh, a few listeners that would like make it a gimmick where they would check on me monthly to see yeah. if I'm like still alive because I get injured so many times. You know, I think yes. James, James Gruesome, I think, was one of them. So no, shout out to James else? Gruesome. Maybe Dirk. There's, there was somebody else that was uh, doing it. And uh, I wish that was a gimmick, man. Like I, I got fucking stung by like 34 fucking uh, yellow jackets earlier. And uh, a couple of days ago, I got bit <laughs> by a centipede. Yeah, I don't know how many people in North America suffer from centipede bites on a regular basis, but if there was going to be one person, it would be Shaheen. I didn't like, disappoint. Yeah, I didn't disappoint. Yeah. Well, you're on brand. See, you don't break kayfabe either. You know what I mean? Like you're getting now. How did one? How does one get bit by a centipede in the 21st century? Explain. So my so my uh my water heater went out. So I went downstairs to check on naturally. The outlet. Naturally, yeah. it went out. Of course. So I went downstairs to basically you know plug it back on. 
And I guess I was I was wearing these uh, like fuzzy um, pajamas. And excuse the bird in the background. I'm, I'm in the Amazon right now. Yes. Um, so I'm walking around in the basement and I guess a centipede had gotten stuck to my, my pants and it came upstairs with me and it crawled on me. And uh, I guess it got intimidated and at some point bit me. I didn't even notice the bite. Like it didn't hurt or anything. I noticed the reaction because my arm was going numb. Oh, for God's sakes. How does this happen? Yeah, and I had like mad little dots on my arms. It was fucking yeah. crazy. How does this? I, I, okay, did you? I don't know anything about centipede bites because I'm not in a Conan movie. Like, like I don't understand this. Like, how how does one get? I, I mean, is this a common thing? I've seen anyone. No, it's familiar? actually very rare. No, no, no. Of it's course, very it's rare. very rare. It's, it's very of course, rare. it's rare. Yeah, it's very rare, and it typically only happens to people that are gardening. Um, Okay. So the yeah, fact that it happened, it was a big one. It was a big fucking one because I killed it afterwards. I, I oh was like, my god! I'm my and you're not a big out. killing bug guy. No, but but centipedes freak me the fuck out, dude. Like I try to catch them. Well, it they're, did they're, bite I, you. Yeah, it did bite me. <laughs> um, and it, it only lasted for like thirty minutes. I was very uncomfortable for about thirty minutes. I was lightheaded. Oh, I felt I'm like, uncomfortable now. Um, my arm was like pulsating and, and it was really swollen. My vein was like. Dude. I don't know, man. I mean, I've put the pictures on my Facebook. My vein was like, it looked like the Ultimate Warrior's veins. Where did it bite you exactly? On my vein directly. Where? No, but where on your body? On my arm. On my arm. So you got floor. a centipede bite on your arm that went to a vein that affected the vein in your arm. Yeah, my Creating numbness? Arm. Yeah, numbness, uh, yeah. lightheaded. I felt like I was like fatigued. I felt I felt kind of high. Like I was like fucked up a little bit. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I was like debating on going to the ER because I was like, "Fuck, man, I think I'm oh, allergic." Well, they have you have your own wing there from all the you know, from all the exotic. Yeah, I get VIP. Yeah, I get VIP treatment. I he has wall. the gold card. He has like a he's like a Delta Sky Miles member at the yeah. local hospital. MRSA and bug bites. How do you know? But like, do, could people be allergic to a centipede? Bite? Absolutely, like, I was. You? Yeah, well, because most people it doesn't bother them. So if it bothers you, you're you're more than likely um, allergic. So, and and the effects sometimes last up to forty eight hours. So I was like, holy fuck! Like if I if I got to go through this for forty eight hours, dude, like I am not gonna make Jesus it. Jesus Christ! This is like un. But this is so again. It's so you. But it's so unusual. Like the, I, I don't even know how to comprehend this. Like, like first of all, most people would know if they had a giant centipede on their body, right? Let's just, you know, I mean, most people would know. But most of us, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. Also, and shot, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I carried it upstairs through my pants because I didn't wear, um, I wasn't wearing like my Crocs or anything. So I was walking downstairs, and I'm assuming it attached to my pants. Yeah. Because it was in the basement. It had to be from the basement. Well, you know, yeah, it's just like 30 degrees outside now. Right. This is not a time of year where you'll get exotic bug bites in uh, northern Pennsylvania. Like, it's just not, right. you know what I mean? Jesus I, Christ. I have a lot of those scorpion crickets, too, man. Those things are freaky as fuck. What the fuck is a, scor- a scorpion cricket? Is that something Camel crickets? A- some shit. Hold on. I'll find a picture for you. A scorpion cricket? Yeah, they don't Jesus. hurt you. They just like they look freaky as fuck, though, dude. They don't hurt you. They just give you nightmares and PTSD and anxiety. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Let me see. This is not. This is not normal, dude. What the fuck is it? You have to show me a scorpion cricket. Yeah, I'm gonna I show it to you. To I got it right here. Yeah, so a scorpion are... cricket. It's these. Shaw lives things. in like 40 minutes north of PA. Ooh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and I also have these camel crickets. Do you know what camel oh crickets are? Oh, my God. These things are disgusting. Right, so camel crickets, they look even worse. These camel crickets, um, their back legs are humongous where they just look. Wow, I don't know, man. I've There's never seen about anything them. like this, dude. Yeah, I live upstate back New York. Legs. I don't see shit like this. Yeah, their back legs freak me out. Camel crickets and scorpion crickets. 
Yep. Jesus. And they're called cave crickets. Motherfucker, yeah. you don't live nowhere near no cave. Why yeah, but they're in the basement. Crickets? In the basement, dude. They chill in basements. That's, I, that's I, where you find I have them. a basement. I don't see any. I occasionally see a spider. You might have them. You might have them. No, because the spiders will light that shit up. Shot. This they're is, big, though, dude. They're big. This is like a villain origin story. Like, honestly. Like, you're going to turn into Brundlefly. I wish the centipede at least gave me like Is that a picture powers. of a camel cricket on fucking snow? Uh, the, the second picture on the second row? No, that's just a white surface. Oh, okay. I was like, these motherfuckers live in snow. Let me, let me put this bird out too real quick. You talk. Let me put this bird out. Well, I, here, okay. So, so for, obviously people can't see the visual. If you have a moment, people, if your Thanksgiving's just not going well enough, look up scorpion cricket pictures and camel cricket pictures because, quite frankly, um, they're fucking – they look like the things that chased Vin Diesel in that uh, movie where he had the eyes that glowed in the dark, uh, the Riddick, where he played the Riddick guy or whatever. I, like if these things weren't the size of like a quarter, like if these things were maybe the size of like a small child, they could take over society. They are so disgusting. And me and Sha like bugs. We like we, we don't kill bugs generally. We've talked about this ad nauseum, I know. But we're not like people who see a bug and like run. I we, We're not like in love with them, but we don't kill them. But if, I got to tell you, man, I'm looking at this cave cricket or the camel cricket. This thing is fucking disturbing. Sha, what's that movie with Vin Diesel where his eyes glow? Where he's Riddick? The first oh, movie. Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Yeah. That's what these fucking things look like. If these things were like three this. feet, fuck that, yeah. dude. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What the fuck is that? The one, the Wikipedia picture. It's disgusting. Yeah, they look crazy. One dude. of these things looks like a turkey. Holy shit! A turkey cricket. Wow. Pretty big, like, man. Crickets are like. I mean, look at this it. thing. Look at this thing. Look at those legs. That's dude. a camel cricket. Yeah, it's a camel cricket. It's got it's got legs like minute bowl. Look at how long those legs are. It looks like it's chopped. These things were big. They would just literally they would they would. Wipe oh, they're humongous, out. dude. They're like, I would they're say humongous? they're like two inches, two and a half inches big. Oh, I thought they were like okay. That's not humongous, dude. Um, I mean, I'm not counting really. Just like, what do they the eat? Legs spread out like that. What do they uh, eat? Children? They're actually they they're actually kind of cannibal. I think they eat each other out of uh, desperation. That's why they oh, you've got to be they eat each other out of desperation. Yeah. My lord, you you uh, you have the weirdest luck with these things. My yeah, God. they're freaky looking fucking little uh, critters. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, you know, it's good that you got a lot of this shit out younger in life cuz maybe like the rest of your middle age or whatever, like you'll just be you'll it'll be, be fine. Chill. It'll be real you'll chill. You'll just be fine. Like all your friends will be getting like strokes <laughs> and heart attacks and you'll be like I feel great. I haven't had a cold in seven years. And like, yeah, that's because you got bit by every living known species on Earth when you're in your twenties and thirties. Yeah, people will get know? like shingles at eighty. I'll be like, ah, I got that. I'm good, man. I got, I got through that <laughs> yeah, thing. That's what I'm saying. You're just gonna. Be I, mean, fine. I had that when I was twenty-one, man. I got through that. You're phase. just gonna be fine. You're just gonna be a okay. Like yep. it's gonna not phase you in any capacity. All these nah, people are gonna be bro. breaking down and. I'm just you building know, up my immune system. That's all I'm doing. Getting the diabetes. Chad's gonna be like, hey, man, I, I'm great. I'm in my 60s. I, I, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm still blunting out in my six. I'm 65, still lighting blunts. It's an investment. It's an investment. Well, I mean, you suffer young, so this way, you know, when you get older, you don't have to. But uh, boy, it's an interesting Thanksgiving. Um, I'm glad I'm home. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have a, a, a nice place to be today with my family, uh, and my kids, and my wife, my in-laws who are amazing. It's my mother-in-law's birthday tomorrow so it's nice that uh, they came up here and uh, uh violet's got a friend from school who's lovely um it's just pretty cool i'm happy but you know it's i also know 
that a lot of people, even like, like you're saying, like, oh, I'm not with my family. Like, you know, you're having some issues with your family, but someone's bringing you food that you care about, that you're really close to and you're spending that time. So it's like, it's really great and everything. But, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, that don't have any of this shit, dude. They don't got nothing. Like, there's a lot of people that are working too. Yeah, they're working. They're working. That, like, like this is a day for them that doesn't really mean much. And sometimes it's by choices they made. Sometimes it's by choices they didn't make at all. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes it's just because they got to support themselves and this is just a shit they got to do. So, you know, Sean, and I recognize that very, very, very much. We feel very fortunate. And just the fact that we even have this to do today is a sign that we're very, very lucky and very fortunate. So, uh, and that's because of people, you know, like you guys that listen and support the show, even if it's in small doses, even if it's just, you know, to, uh, you know, to pass some time on your drive. Uh, you know, we just had a holiday show last week with a whole bunch of people, you know, literally from all over the world, literally, you know, and it was just like, it's just nice to know that you have some shit like that in your life. And we're very, very grateful for it. So thank you guys for that. Uh, you're, you know, we, we say it all the time because we really, really mean it. We're very, very fortunate. We feel very lucky. We have a very small, unorthodox, weird, funny fucking show. You know what I mean? Where, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, sometimes people listen, there's a lot of people that want Sean and I to just go back to talking about wrestling shit and deathmatch shit and doing impressions of fucking wrestlers and shit and fighting with podcasts. I get it. I understand that, you know, uh, you know, that's where our audience comes from. But uh, I, I certainly don't miss that. Uh, and I'm grateful to have people that came over from that. And I know Sean doesn't miss fighting with wrestling people. Uh, no, especially I, in this landscape. I took the liberty of assuming that. But I no, know no, no, especially in this, lands in this landscape, man, because it's just like. I think wrestling is is more, less interesting than ever, and uh, I just I don't really want to talk about it. And also, people are more sensitive than ever, so it's it's just like it's a bad combination. But yeah, we're very thankful that everybody's kind of you know transitioned over and support us in our uh, new ventures. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, deciphering yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, look, we talk, look, a lot of the stuff we talk about. A lot of people tell me they don't hear anybody else talking about. Right. Which is weird to me and Shah, because we that's probably why we talk about it is because why the fuck is anybody talking about this? And, you know, as we have this World Cup on in the background, um, we did bring a lot of attention to the circumstances still going on in Iran. But uh, something that uh, Shah and I noticed that I did get national attention, uh, international attention was the uh, Iranian um, uh, soccer team. Shah, if you could just tell everybody how they how they chose to uh, you know stand with the, the people there. So it's actually that's actually not the full story. I didn't. Um, so you actually don't even know the full story because I yeah, didn't know it until what, yesterday. It, yeah. So, so this is all new us. to me too. Please. Um, so I was under the impression that the Iranians were really behind the football team or the soccer team um, doing that. Mm. So that actually really backfired because I didn't Whoa. know previous. Well, tell everybody then. what we're talking about. People might not know literally what we're talking about. Right. So, so obviously every, uh, every game, you know, they, they sing the national anthem, whatever country, uh, is playing. And, uh, the Iranian team chose not to sing the national anthem because of what's happening back at home. Every, every, every member on the, field, yes, yes. On the pitch. So they didn't sing the, they didn't sing the national they, anthem. They didn't acknowledge it. They just yeah. stood there faceless, like just looking at each other. <laughs> right. Um, so the, the reason why people didn't appreciate that was because they thought it was fake. Because they're saying that these are the same same guys that before they left Iran two, three weeks ago, they went before the regime and they bowed down and they were having dinners with them and all that kind of shit while this is happening. So they're like, mm -hmm. it's not genuine. You know, you guys were fucking sharing meals with these scumbags. Oh, wow. Um, 
So the, the crazy thing is a lot of people that are actually there that are Iranian in Qatar mm-hmm. are booing the Iranian team. They're uh, most of oh, the signs. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the signs are saying like, you know, don't come back home. They're saying like, you're killing you. I'm not oh, yeah. seeing this story anyway. Yeah, yeah. So most of the people there are actually booing the shit no. out of them. Hence why so the crowd turned so on bad. the yeah so, the pressure is on them, bro. That's why they're playing so bad because at, like their uh, own their own God. people are booing them. Well, you know, look, man, I got mixed feelings about that, and I, bet I do too because too. I'm like, I yo, like, about that. like uh, what are these men? So I, look and look, Shah, this for Shaheen. This we've talked about this for a long time. This is very personal. This is a very personal thing. What you know, what's going on, and it's it, and it's you know the 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 world is has has been talking about it. Absolutely, you know the the circumstances surrounding surrounding uh, the death of of a young woman there in custody. I still see it showing up on news crawlers and stuff like that. I understand the people's that what the people you know it's one of these weird things, Shaw, where the people want something that is probably maybe too much demand for these men. I know. What do you think? I, well, I, I want your opinion. Do you think that this is do you think that maybe some people are being slightly irrational with with the with the athletes who really I mean I don't what are they I don't know what they're supposed to do like what do you, what do you think That's exactly where I stand I'm um it's it's a weird dilemma because it's like what do you what are they supposed to do what do you want them to do fucking throw the food in and uh Yeah like throw you want it. them to spit in the face They're going to get slaughtered like they I don't I mean you have to be strategic. You have to be smart about it. Yeah. You have to like take your time. You can't just like spit in the regime's face that's funding you to go there. Yeah. Um it's it's one of those things where it's like, yo, these these dudes are all in their early 20s to mid 20s. You know, these are young guys. They're probably on your side. I don't see any of them being super religious or anything like that. These dudes got tattoos. They got fucking Yeah, they look very mo- yeah, they're... they look westernized. Yeah, they're not like they got They're Western haircuts. Out. Yeah, and and the fact that they didn't sing the national anthem that should that's tell a big you a deal. That's tell, tell people how how that would have been perceived that's maybe a, even four years ago. Dude, that's a fucking red flag on your head, bro. That's a that's a green check. To, to you know, like like do people not think they're not going to get put in check for that? Like, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's different than America where like you can choose not to stand and people will just like boo yeah. you at a game and they'll give yeah, you that awkward maybe a dirty eye. look or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the, okay. I mean, in in Iran, it's not really a choice. You you do that whether you're with the regime or not. You fucking sing the country national, first, yeah, right? Yeah, bowing before the regime first. I, I thought it was a very brave thing. To, they looked. They looked. They looked. I don't want to say they looked nervous, but you, they looked uncomfortable. Like they looked like they. Well, knew they had to make a choice because they knew, like they, a lot of them, dude. Honestly, I think are going to have to become refugees. I don't think. Jesus. So you think I'm they serious. might not even be allowed? I don't to go think back to the they're going to be able to go back. A lot of them. I oh don't. my god! And that's, that's still why, not enough. And that's yeah, not that's why I'm 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 weird about it because I'm like, yo, I'm these weird dudes, about it. Yeah, I these get dudes it, might man. be giving up their know. families. They might not be able to ever see their mom and dad again. I don't know where the fuck their mom and dads are. They're not going to possibly be let back in the country. Like, yeah, what else do you want them to do? I don't. I mean, they're taking a big stand, bro. It's yeah. This is they are. all eyes are on them right now. Like the whole world is watching. Sure, it's not big in America, but the whole world is talking about the world internationally. Cup. Yes, yeah. and uh, and Globally, other and other similar see? type of countries are looking at them too. Exactly. Right? Like, you know, I mean, exactly. maybe, you know, I don't know, man. I thought what they did was awesome. I, and the fact that it's in Qatar, awesome. a Muslim yeah, country, exactly. that's like saying, that's, that's like, a big fucking. Because if you think that if you th- bro, Qatar is not that far from Iran. Okay, no, it's not. If you think that like the regime in Iran can't get these dudes touched a country's couple like couple countries oh, yeah. over with everything being fucking 
you know, ties to the Islam Republic and everything like that, yeah. dude, they, they can get him touched if they want. This is a huge risk for them. That's why they're probably nervous. They're not doing this yeah. in Brazil. Well, or fucking... I, but also, Shai, as you know, the pe- the regular people have this movement has been about regular people more right. than anything. It's been about poor working class women, you know, so they're sitting there going, hey, I'm not playing on a world stage. I'm getting bullets shot at me for taking off an article of clothing, like you know, right. the least you could fucking do, you know, like I guess it's kind of like, you know, look, we go through this in America when something shitty happens and people go, all they did was the, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just sometimes it's just not pleasing anybody. I understand that we're not making excuses for the athletes, but we're also not going to like, I, I don't know. Look, I thought what they did was brave. It was perceived internationally as very brave and standing with people. The fact that the people that they did it for a portion of them, if not a large portion, we did. Well, honestly, we have no way of knowing feel that that was bullshit and that was them being posers. I don't know, dude. I, I, I think, you know, you and I are on the same page with this. I, I don't know what else, what, are, what were they supposed to do? Like refuse to go before their government that's sending them to play on the international right. state. You get they, slaughtered. They, like, like they, I don't like, I don't know the, the repercussions of that Shaheen. Is it death? Well, I, I posted something about it, how uh, I was proud of them for doing it. And, uh, you got, Iranian you got girl, her? yeah, Iranian girl I know. Um, she she mentioned something about it. Mm. Um, I'm trying to find it. Okay, right here. I saw a uh, lot of people mention what they did. Right here, uh, they did the bare minimum, but I sang singing the national anthem. And my entire life is the first time I didn't watch nor support our team. After they met and bowed down to the murderer in charge and told them it's our it's an honor, this team became dead to me. Never thought I'd say and feel this way about them again. I don't. It's it's difficult. I don't, I don't know what I don't know what they're supposed to do, man. I, I know, dude. Like again, like, like I get, a lot we're of, not like, minimizing it. We're not saying, look, we get that. I, I I just I think that's an unrealistic expectation. I I do. I'm sorry. I just think, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I think it's an unrealistic expectation. Like also, I don't know. My culture is very different. Like with uh, the way that people are like proper, like very similar to like the Japanese culture with other people, right? Like so, mm. like if if you're in Iran, it's it's an annoying task to just get through a fucking door because everybody wants to hold the door. Like it's it's it gets to the point where it's like annoying. It's like dude, just fucking go. Like you're annoying. Oh my god, go, that's amazing, right? So like everybody says it's an honor to meet you. Like those things are just like it's it's. I feel like it's a figure of speech. It's not so much like literal that it's like my honor yeah. to play for you. It's more of like uh, it's just how yeah. they talk. You know, it's I think it's lost in know. translation. Do you think with that bit would be that you think people are being too Western with this? Like, you know, like I mean, it's people like, in Iran that are mad at them. So I can't even say they're being too Western. No, really. but even like the perception, like it's in, like yeah, maybe, it's yeah. an all or nothing kind of thing, because this kind of comes from our country. Because right. we like, do this like, with celebrities, right? Like, well, we, shall we also do this in our culture. We also do this culturally in a sense that if you remember in 2020, where it was like, OK, we're recognizing that a lot of police are extremely aggressive and shitty towards minorities and shouldn't have these jobs. OK, so what's the solution? Get rid of them. It's like, no, I mean, but no, get rid of all of them. All of them have to go. And it's like, well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, get rid of everything. No more police and open the jails. I'm like, well, well, like, but why can't we like, but what about all the good police? There's definitely good. No, no, no. There is no such thing. It's like, okay, this is a bit, this is why, and this is why nothing gets done because we go to these extremes, right? We go to these extremes with everything and we want everything to be extreme. We want to, we want to fucking Red Bull everything. Yeah. There's no medium here. You know, like, like, you know, and, and I ran into this a lot. And like, I don't want to make a big thing out of this, but I ran into this a lot with Bernie Sanders. Like when I was really big in Bernie Sanders, like, you know, uh, in 2016 and a little bit in 2020. And then I kind of, you know, I kind of checked myself, which I had to. But 
I liked a lot of what Bernie was saying. I thought Bernie was saying a lot of good stuff. But then there was far right progress, far right, excuse me, far left progressive people going, Bernie's a poser. Bernie's full of shit. Bernie votes with Democrats. I'm like, okay, what is he supposed to like? I, like, you know, it's like one of those things. And it's, it's very typical. All of this is very common, right? This is a very common thing where it's like we need the extreme of everything. Everything has to be to the highest level. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. Like nothing is measured, nothing is nuanced. It's all or nothing, I, man. It's all, all or nothing. nothing, right? Exactly. But that's our society, and I don't know if that's unique to America, but it's just like we have these expectations of the way to fix bad things is to just do this sweeping thing, and get rid of it without any sort of, you know, without even like trying to, to even get make some measure of progress, you know. So I don't know. I think it's I, I in your lifetime, did you ever think you'd see an Iranian? team at a national state international stage not stand for the na- not recognize the national anthem. not at all i didn't even think i would see the day where women are taking off their hijab and it's unexpected i don't we're getting there people we're getting there i know we all want to get there by the we way also they're not backing down either i like i get it the the younger generation that's my age and younger they're a lot more aggressive than my mom's generation and those you know what i mean like sure. they tolerate a lot yeah they tolerate a lot more bullshit my generation yes, they did is not tolerating this shit in Iran. They're fucking, they're stealing guns from the police. They're beating the shit out of them. They're not putting yeah. like, they're, they're not they're... Put, making signs and like standing all day and making chants. You know what I mean? Like they're making moves. So yeah. I get, I get that they're like, yo, we're, I lost my best friend. I saw her get shot in front of me. The least you've done is like fucking not sing a national anthem. And I'm supposed to like praise you for that. Mm. I get that aspect either, but it's just, it's, it's from perspective. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know either. I don't I'm either. Rich, like I, I don't. They don't I have. Don't they don't have the same quality of life that that your normal, regular person does. That's protesting. Yeah, they're not going to Starbucks no. and and uh, you know and and you know hanging out and you know and having free internet and fucking unlimited Wi-Fi and calling people names all day and you know I, I don't know getting blunted out and shit. I don't know. They don't have. A, look, it's a it's a, it's a it's a difficult situation. But I I thought that was I thought that was a good thing. I. I don't know. I we don't know how this is going to end. You know, it's just it's still going on. There's still a lot of controversy. There's still a lot of protests. There's still a lot of riots and things like that. Um, and now, of course, you know, I think it's more commonplace for people to know what's going on, which is a good thing. But in our own country, Shah, even though this is Thanksgiving, uh, you know, we we got a lot of stuff going on here. Um, you know, obviously, um, this week in particular, it would be crazy to not bring it up, but. We've had multiple mass shootings this week across the country, multiple mass shootings, just unbelievable amounts of, of death and violence in terms of, I, I don't even know. I, I mean, Thanksgiving week right now, we've had 20, as we record this, there's 22 people that were killed and 44 people injured by guns. And the year is going to end Shah being one of the worst years in terms of gun violence in this country in recent history. Um, there's so much going on. There's just so, but the thing that just recently happened yesterday um, while we're recording this is what happened in, um, in Chesapeake, Virginia. This is just, oh, I can take a breath here. This is just fucking insane. Uh, a Walmart super center in, um, in a commercial area in Chesapeake, Virginia yesterday uh, was lit up with gunfire during a meeting by a manager there who started shooting everybody in the fucking meeting. This was 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, 10 pay, uh, around, t- excuse me, 10 PM. I apologize. 10 PM. 
an employee who was a manager entered a break room at the back of the store where staff were gathering at the start of the overnight shift. This is, you know, now two days ago as you're listening to this. And he just started spraying everybody in sight. Um, and then he and then he killed himself. Um, horrifying, man. Horrifying. Um, and this is on the heels of what, you know, what also just took place at the, 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 the Q night club. And also there's the students that were murdered. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, my head is spinning from all this. Have you been keeping up with all this? Yeah, I, I saw this, man. I obviously, uh, I don't want to say we've become desensitized towards this, but it's, I think it's, it's more disturbing to me when they do it to people they know. And that's what I was going to ask you. Do you find it more disturbing when it's, Somebody oh, killing question. random people or when it's oh, no. killing co-workers and people that you're, you're you peers. know, I mean, you were already were you living in this country when the, the, the going postal thing was going on? No, I came around Columbine. I came like okay. a year or two before Columbine. Yeah, I mean, like two years before Columbine. So you're saying it's more just dis- it's more disturbing I, it if you get me killed by Brad at your job. Than yeah, just I think. Some random that, guy yeah, yeah, because you have you have that connection. You know, I have a family. You may have met my you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. Whereas, well, like, if you kill random people, I'm like, okay, this is just a psychopath with mental illness. They had no connection. He just, he's yeah. just saw bodies. There was nothing to it. He just saw bodies and shot them. Yeah. Where this is know. like, you thought about this. You were a manager. You had a team under you. Yeah. Like, I mean, he went the there fuck, with the man. express purpose of doing this. Yeah. You know, he went there with the, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, all of this is just so overwhelming, bro. It's fucking crazy overwhelming to me because you, you remember the, um, sorry, you remember a few years ago on, uh, when the guy uh, he used to be a uh, he used to be a newscast guy, he shot his coworker live on camera. He walked up to, to him and shot him. Yes, you remember that? Yes, I do remember. Like that. That, yeah. that 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 to me is a lot more disturbing than these random shootings at grocery stores where they yeah. don't know anybody. That well, to me I mean, fucks me up a lot more because it's like, I mean, dude, you you had a fucking like you, you were at Christmas parties with this guy for the last like six years. Like, you know his daughter Sally. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Well, this is also coming on the heels of the Colorado shooting. Obviously, you know, this was still a thing. Everybody was still reeling over and talking about, which that story is just getting crazier by the minute. Uh, we're talking about the Q nightclub in Colorado, uh, where uh, uh, that man, that 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 uh, person was taken. Um, uh, I don't know. Now they're saying that the, the person's non-binary. You know, I think 20 people were shot in the in the, in the nightclub there. Now, there was also... Um, uh, four people were killed at a marijuana farm in Oklahoma. That was on Sunday. And a mother and her three children that were shot dead in Richmond in Virginia. That was on Friday. And then prior to that, we had the four um, we had the four students in Idaho who were all murdered, which they don't know who the fuck did this. I mean, this is just like we're having these insanely and they all these things are unique. All right. They're, they're unique, but they're all similar. Right. As if there's this meaningless senseless violence most of it perpetrated by gun- high-powered weapons by guns by assault rifles or a uh, machine gun. i don't know a lot about i'm not a gun person one way or the other i i we, we've talked about this a little bit but like i mean shot we're talking i mean this is also it's thanksgiving and there's just like these shootings and death and death and Dude. public shootings and and college shootings and marijuana farms killing the whole family and like i, I don't know man can you imagine? Can you imagine being like one of these family members where you got the awful news that you know your cousin 
Eddie or whatever the fuck is not going to make you the Thanksgiving because he got slaughtered by his manager at Walmart. Like, what or was fuck? in a nightclub or, you yeah. know, your, or your, you know, like, your... what a what a horrible experience at a Thanksgiving you're going to have. Yeah, I, I just want to put this in perspective for people to think we're being Pollyanna-ish about it. But um, by the the definition, the 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 the, defi- the recognized definition of mass shootings. Okay, there have been six hundred and six mass shootings in the United States this year. Six hundred and six. Okay, now that's worse than twenty twenty was a very bad year for a lot of reasons. But there was six hundred and ten, um, and then last year there was six hundred and ninety. So I, I you know. I, I, we don't have a lot of time left in 2022. I don't know what, what we're going to end up with, but uh, I don't think we're done, Shah. Do th- I think we're going to have some more. We're going to add some more to that archive. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish uh, I wish we were done, but I, I I agree with you. I don't think we are done, especially like, dude, I, I get paranoid about going to um, like mass gatherings. Like we have the Mutters Parade um, right before New Year's or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia, which is basically... A bunch of corny old Irish people getting dressed up in ridiculous outfits and coming out and having a parade. And everybody drinks on the street and it's a good time, right? I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a thing forever in Philadelphia. It's a tradition. Um, I'm I'm scared to attend shit like that now because I'm like, oh, that's a perfect place for some nutcase to come in and open fire. Like I don't I don't want to yeah. get caught up in that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to become one of those people that's afraid to just like exist anymore. Yeah, you don't want to be a shut in. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just, just it's, like, it's, it's it's weird, man. Boy, shut-ins are going. See, I told you, I told you. You know, recluse shut-ins are going. I told you, but yeah, I mean, look, it, it, this is extremely complex. But here's the problem, right? It's it's becoming so normalized, like it's normalized now, and I think that's what I'm really more fearful of is this normalizing of like these shitty, awful things. Like it's normal now. Like it's not it's not an uncommon thing to know that, oh, there was uh, nine people shot in uh, Kentucky this morning at a diner. It's like, oh, really? Oh, OK. And then uh, three days later, oh, uh, uh, 11 people were shot and four were killed at a at a motocross event in uh, Arlington. Oh, OK. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I just you know, do you think the short answer is just that we I, I don't it's guns, but it's also mentally ill people with guns because there's a lot of normal people with guns that don't behave this way. And I think, you know, and again, I'm not a gun guy. You're not a gun guy. We don't own guns. We don't have strong feelings about guns. We've told people this many times, but the overwhelmingly normal people seem to be uh, in short supply in all of these circumstances. Don't you think? Yeah, I think I'm getting to the point of like I um, I'm kind of accepting that there's no solution for it in my lifetime. Like That's I don't so sad. But but it's true though. Like guns aren't going anywhere. Um like mental illness is getting worse and worse by the year. Uh realistically, it's not going anywhere. Like it's it's just going to get worse moving forward. And the fact that we <sighs> so live in a time where you have to choose you know sides and and be so extreme. Um again, to your point, gets nothing done. So I don't see anything changing, really. I just see people, you know, putting on jerseys and either being on the gun side or being completely against it. And, uh, you know, like, healthcare is never going to be free, probably, in our lifetime. Yeah. How about like, mental health care being yeah, free, at the very yeah. least? Shit. Yeah. So I, I think the combination of, like, healthcare not being, you know, available to everyone for free, um, mental illness being at a high rate, I think drug addiction... I think you're also seeing like the aftermath of 
the times where people were stuck on Zannies and so many painkillers and and what was it the oxy oxycotton oxycodone era. yeah like that yeah. You're, you're seeing the aftermath of that too um, well how about this uh, let me ask you a question right because i i've been thinking about this a lot because there, there's so many elements of this that frighten the shit out of me right now now look i, I have a, i have a gay child right so who's a young adult so the likelihood of my gay child at some point in their life being at like a gay club or a gay event or, you know, a gay themed thing or something like that is very likely. Okay. So I think about it in that capacity because right. I have to think, oh my God, what if my child was there? Right. What if that's my child that, that, you know, thing, you know, what someone targeted because they're, they hate them so fucking much, you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. the element to me like that. I can't shake, but here's here. You know, and, and, and it's a real thing. It's not like a fake thing. It feels very real. Like, you know, you know, like, but I think about also these these poor kids working in that Walmart, making minimum wage on, on a holiday, the week of a holiday, just wanting to finish their fucking shift or just starting that night shift the day before Black Friday. And someone puts a bullet in their fucking in their stomach, you know, who they know, who they work with or, you know, God only knows what happened to these kids in uh, in Idaho. You know, these college kids who were massacred by an unknown assailant, like violently murdered college students seemingly like regular people no connection to anything or, or anything or any groups or anything like that like somebody might have known them and brutally murdered them or had them murdered you see what i'm saying so it's just like you can't shake all these things but the one thing yeah. i keep coming back to dude and this is just me i'm not i'm not painting this on the world i'm not saying i'm correct but i'm noticing we are in my lifetime which is a fucking half a century plus more and more people identify with being unhappy and afraid, dude. People are genuinely unhappy. People are genuinely afraid. People are genuinely uh, dissatisfied with everything, dude. I'm talking about their jobs. I'm talking about their relationships. I'm talking about they're running out of money. I'm talking about they're, they're confused by a lot of the messages they're getting, you know, or they're, they're highly intoxicated you know, by messages they're getting. They're being told that they're bad for, for immutable characteristics. They're being told that they're awful people for things they have nothing to do with. And they don't seem to see enough smart, sensible people going, you need to push all of this out. And if you have a problem, talk to somebody, get your shit worked out. Don't, don't look to the internet to solve your problems. Do you think that we can make a direct line? You take a line and draw people's genuine unhappiness and dissatisfaction with life with their government, with, uh, you know, with, with their neighbors, with their job, with their income. And you don't think that that's a big cloud that's just weighing on everybody. And the fact that they were given medication over and over again, constantly being given pills to fix things instead of having people really talk to them and give them a chance to express themselves. You don't think that this whole rhetoric that we've been living inside of for most of this century that we've been living in, you don't think that that plays itself to violence? Yeah, but I think everybody goes through that, though. I think every generation goes through that in a different form. Like you look mm -hmm. at, um, sure, like the generation now, they have the the uh, social media pressure and, and everything else, you know, the, that you just named. They have that. But they right. also don't have as much of the things that you may have gone through, whereas like, you know, your parents may have put hands on you and disciplined you differently that may have impacted you differently as right. far as, you know, your, your mental wellness later on in life. I think everybody has different challenges and once we fix the challenge from from the previous generation 
we make up a new challenge that fucks everybody up in the current generation. Hmm. So like, you know, like obviously uh, parental abuse is something that's very frowned upon now. You can't hit your kids in grocery stores and stuff like that. Like, that's a wonderful thing, right? Like, that's that's a good thing, I think. Because, um, again, I remember when I first came to America, I'd see people beating the shit out of their kids. Oh, hell yeah. I'd be like, man. what the fuck? Like, yo, you should have dragging their kid. I'd be 70s, like, yo, dude, <laughs> like, dude, God you, damn. Dude, people got lit. Yo, parents lit kids the hell fuck yeah, up I remember. in public, yo. Like, in the 70s and the 80s, you stepped out of line at, like, a school trip or, like, online at the grocery store or, like, in a movie theater or at a toy store. You got decked like you got caca. They you see what I mean, though? Like, like, look at your grandparents, right? Like, they probably went through the aftermath of war, right? There was probably a lot of mental illness coming from that. Yeah. Um, look, look at the way that you probably grew up, where like in in your generation, cigarettes were smoked everywhere. That had an impact on people. Like every generation has these weird things that that the kids go through that impacts them later on in life. I think this generation just gets the aftermath of the internet social pressure and the pills and mm-hmm. sadness and all this shit. Right. So are you, so you're saying if my generation it's, in particular had access to the internet and high powered weapons, we would have lit motherfuckers up. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Yeah. I just think, I think it's, it's fairly distributed. Every generation has their own little fucking issues that they have to deal with as kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like, there's so many unhappy people, dude. Like, there's just so many. Like, I don't know anybody that's really that happy. I, I like. Yeah, I, but you don't. You think people were happier in the '80s? Oh yeah. Really? Are you kidding? Well, let me put it to you like this, right? I don't think like, they were. Well, I could. Well, I could. T- well, well, they had cocaine, so that was <laughs> it. They had, they had cocaine, and there was and and thing and cost of living was a lot cheaper. And most people, if they had a job after five years, you didn't pay for health care. You know, people were buying a house for like thirteen thousand dollars and and putting generations into it for the future. You see what I'm yeah, saying? What I'm so saying, there was like, a hope, but there was a hopefulness. See, this is what I'm saying. Like you got out of high school and you got married and you got a job locally and you already had a car and then you you, you got the down payment for a house. It was like you know, it just seemed like like well, look, let me put it to you like this. I'm not alone in this regard, but most people I know, if you're in my age group in the 80s or even in the 90s, I guarantee you occasions like such as like a holiday or things like that. Like, you know, you had a lot more family then than you might have now. That's what I'm saying. Cause I know a lot of people and most people I know don't have the big, big over the top shit no more. Like when I grew up with that shit, like you had a birthday party, there was 40 people at that birthday party. You know what I'm saying? They're all relatives and shit. And I think as we've sort of moved away from that or people now have more, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a weird thing. I'm not saying it was perfect. I was very small, but I'm just saying like people seemed happier or, or put it to this way. I don't know if they were happier, but I think they weren't looking to get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, were, uh, they didn't look to say, I'm going to meet somebody on the Internet and run away from my wife and children or my husband and my children, which, by the way, is happens all the time now. Now, people still did shit like that, but I'm saying it wasn't as it wasn't as in your face. But they like would have people, done it if they, they, they you if think they, they would have done they it. They would have done it if it was available, though. That's what I'm saying. If, if well, Internet was available. It. People still did it. You right. know, but I'm saying it was harder. Like, in other words, it was harder it to get out of your it, shitty though. life. I, I think I'm oversimplifying it. But what I'm trying to say before we wrap up and go to the Patreon, it was harder to get out of your shitty life. So if you were married to somebody who you fucking hated and you fucking hated your job and you fucking hated your stupid kids and your stupid life and your stupid yard. You still did it. You still put up with it. You still went to the stupid parties. And 
you didn't project that on everybody that you ran into. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Maybe you fucking went in your basement and fucking uh, snorted a whole bunch of fucking coke and like fucking watched VHS porn or something. I don't know what you Maybe. did. But it wasn't as in my face. Like I'm meeting, I'm meeting people and I'm seeing people and I could tell genuinely they are un- like, in other words, it was a faux pas to be that way in public, bro. Yeah, but I think people were just as sad though. I think now it's just I'm, more socially acceptable right, but, but, to be but, out but did they? It. But how did they deal with it? How did they get by? How did they make it to old age without killing somebody? They how beat did they their wives, to- dude. That's why Not every case. the 80s. Yeah, but that's why the 80s and 90s, the aftermath of it was so fucked up. That's why the kids Maybe. in the 2000s were so fucked up. Maybe. The I'm saying crack I, era. I mean, we're talking about the crack era. We're talking about the times AIDS. where yeah, yeah, but AIDS, there was, like, there was crack a... AIDS. There was there was uh, a lot of political strife, you know, globally and things like that. We had the Cold War going on. We had very strict economic policies and, you know, and things got worse for a lot of people. But I felt like people weren't looking for a way out. In other words, I think they were looking for a way up and not a way out. And I think there's a huge difference between when you go, hey, I'm having money problems. I'm having mental problems. I physically don't feel that great. But I know the solution isn't going down to my local target and shooting everybody online. I know yeah. that. I'm not there. I'm not quite there. That well, wasn't happening. That's a whole different conversation. Because I think, I mean, I know we're going to wrap it up, but I, yeah. I think that, again, I'm not one of those people that says like movies and video games and music impacts all, but I definitely think it has an influence. Like I, I don't think that it's bizarre that over the years, everything has gotten more extreme and more violent. But you look at everything that we're watching, everything is fucking violent. Like, that's just. Well, I, well let me tell you, that was hyper Dude, PG movies had death, blood, and. Yeah, but it wasn't realistic, though, dude. We're talking about everybody's obsessed with Call of Duty now. Every fucking guy I know plays Call of Duty like an insane amount of hours a week. Dude, Call of Duty looks real. All you're doing is shooting people. Mm-hmm. That's literally all you're fucking doing. I played Mario Kart. Like, there is a difference, dude. There's well, I, difference. well, I mean, I think there's a difference. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, like, you know, I loved Grand Theft Auto. I never got in my car and started running down my neighbors and shooting prostitutes. In the but face. it still felt like a video game, though. What I'm saying now is it's so real. They, mm-hmm. they get sucked into this shit and they get that feeling of like, wow, that felt good to let off that steam. Yeah, but, but I it, just think it's a different. I don't know. I, I just think that people, but also I think virtual there was, reality now. But dude, you know what, Oshan? There was also, man. there wasn't internet fame and Instagram fame and right. TikTok fame. Like that didn't exist either. And people know, like, I guarantee you, this fucking insano uh, human being in Colorado who now is going as uh, non binary just to avoid a fucking hate charge, probably. Um, I guarantee you, this person knew that they were going to get their name all over the internet and social media and stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you they knew that even it was going to be in the worst form possible in the worst way, but people are going to make videos about them and talk about them on Twitter and talk about them on fucking Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and hive and whatever the fuck is going on right now with the internet. But you know what I'm saying? And that's really, 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 really important to them because you now have generations of people that feel like I just want a big following on social media. I don't care what it's for. I don't care. You know, I, I don't even care if it makes me money. I just want a lot of people to watch me do dumb shit or to f- listen to my horse shit. And there wasn't that – like that was an abstract thing when I was growing up. Like, yeah, I wanted to be a singer or an actor and a comedian and shit. But I'm just saying I can't – like it was abstract, right? I didn't – it wasn't like if I don't become this thing, I'm going to shoot everybody. If I don't get – if I – you know, hey, if I don't – if I my band doesn't get signed to Warner Brothers, I'm going to fucking set my house on fire with my family in it. You know what I'm saying? Because at least then people will know me from that. 
you know, the world is filled with failed musicians and wrestlers and magicians and comedians and actors and fucking, uh, uh, you know, you fucking name it. And most of them don't turn around and, and kill everybody on their block because they didn't fucking become famous. And I just think we now have this cloud of fame hanging over us that we we just need likes. We just need the likes. I don't know what the equivalent was of likes when I was a kid. I don't know what the fuck the equivalent. Maybe it was having a lot of people at your birthday party. Maybe it was having a lot of people uh, letting yeah, you put recess. your finger inside them. Yeah, recess. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like who? Like, did you get invited to Kenny's birthday party? Oh, you're a loser. Uh, all the cool kids are going to be at Kenny's birthday party. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that equivalent was. Like, where you sat on the bus. Like, where you sat like on that. the bus. Yeah. Where you sat at lunch. Right. Who you hung out with? Who did you walk to school with? Who did you fucking walk home from school with? Who did you go to fucking uh, the prom which, with? Which parties did you get invited yeah, to? Yeah, which parties did you get invited to? Like that pressure, like didn't, no, like I don't recall anybody I grew up with that killed a bunch of people because they didn't get invited to a birthday party. I, I don't. I just, I'm not saying it maybe never happened. Maybe it did. I don't think it did. And I think most people in my age, if you're even from 40, 40 and up, think of anybody you grew up with that turned a gun on somebody because they didn't get invited to something you know what i'm saying and that do you remember how shitty that felt when you were a kid and you didn't get invited to something of course right it felt terrible right but now we've manifested this in a, in a in such a way that this is the equivalent like i don't know about this manager at the walmart i don't know a lot about this non-binary person who shot everybody. i don't i don't i just don't know a lot about these people i'm sure i'm going to find out a lot about these people in the future just like whenever we find out who killed these kids in idaho and who shot all these people at the weed farm and whatever other awful thing that happened that i can't remember this week but there's going to be this sense of abject misery. There's going to be, I guarantee you, people are going to say this person was miserable. They were always exuding these terror, these crazy things, saying these crazy things online to people. It's a pattern. And we're just not paying attention to the pattern, man. I don't know what the solution is, but I know there's a lot of sickness. I don't know what's going to make me feel better, but I know it's making me sick. And I think this constant condemnation on the internet for people we don't like, and this constant looking to the internet for things that, for being told that we're good or being told that we're better than other people, and this constant need to put pills in people, and this constant need to medicate people all the time, and then take the medication away, and this constant fucking desire to say, hey, I, I you know, I just, I, I need lots of guns. I need a whole bunch of guns, or maybe I don't need right. any guns. I don't know. It's like, it's, don't you think this is all just a big shopping list of shit? Yeah, just just one last thing too. Um, I also think we're much more knowledgeable nowadays at a young age, which can be a good thing. But when you're ignorant to what's happening around you, I feel like a lot of times you're happier. Um, Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, kids know too much now, bro. Kids kids know about politics by the age of ten. You know, like. I feel I feel like that brings a lot of sadness when you actually realize what the fuck they're like, like you're gonna be dealing with in a few years. Mm. I think a lot of people have a mental breakdown from that, also. You know, because yeah. like when I was a kid, man, I was I was watching Scooby Doo and shit. You know, like yeah. I wasn't I wasn't worried about Donald Trump. Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Your little kid should not have your politics at all, or not your even social, just that, or your social just, status, or your just so, access or your to everything. Issues. You know, yeah. access to TikTok gives them access to know about everything. They get to yeah. see the aftermath of war. They get to see like clips. Like you can pretty much get your hands on anything you're curious enough to see. Sure. I think that also sets them up for failure because it's it's too much too soon you know yeah it is too much and i think i think there's also this desire now in this generationally speaking for people you know younger than me that have small children that you need to clone your child into this 
thing that you want them to be that represents you. And I know everybody does this to some degree, but there seem to be a lot more free, like you're like, I, I don't, I, I don't know why your child needs to co-sign your, your, your politics. I just don't, I just don't. I mean, shouldn't they come to that when they, because it's the right thing, not because you've indoctrinated, we're indoctrinating I mean, kids into dude, all I, of our belief systems, whether they're, whether they're far left or far right beliefs or, or it doesn't matter. It's, it's this indoctrination, you know what I mean? Which is a little creepy and weird. Yeah. I, I think we, 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 uh, intertwine kids too often with with adult things nowadays oh absolutely um including i even see it where uh people were like buying barbie dolls for their straight boys that didn't even ask for them just to give them options for christmas like they buy like a he-man doll and a barbie like it's just i don't know it's too much too soon man buy him a book yeah i don't know i'm a book if let him let him make the decision. Let him know. or her make these. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think there's this thing also where we really because we know we'll get points if our child represents the things that if we're not, if our child's in our bubble, we're going to get points for like, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't let Grayson uh, have a high fructose corn syrup because I told him it's bad. And blah, blah. Like, yeah, that's nice. That's good. Good for Grayson. Yeah, but maybe Grayson. Why don't we wait till Grayson gets older to make that decision for Grayson? Yeah, maybe give her a Sunny D. I don't know. We, we yeah, maybe let a kid D. have a fucking Sunny D every now and then. You know, how many of these kids shooting all these schools up didn't have no Sunny D? Yeah, how many of them grew up on fucking avocado toast? Like, like, yeah, this is what man. I'm saying. Like, you know, and it's just like, you know, let them use the real butter. Let them yeah. put the real butter on the real bread instead of the gluten free shit. And maybe, you know, maybe they won't turn around and stop blowing everybody the fuck. Up. I don't know. I mean, that's a hope. That's my hope for the future. That's my Thanksgiving wish for everybody there is you that go. you get to have real food. You get there to have go. real food, eat some real food or, you know, eat something good. But uh, we're going to wrap up and go move on to the Patreon uh, for everybody, uh, you know, uh, that is unfamiliar with the Patreon. You really should be familiar with it because we talk about it all the time. You want to go to patreon.com backslash break the app five bucks. It gets you hundreds of hours of uh, entertainment. It gets you every complete show we've ever done and the countless bonus shows. And uh, you get to join in on the hangouts that we've been doing that are open to everybody in the Patreon. And uh, right now we're going to mention all of our Patreon members uh, for their, and, and show how thankful we are to them. Uh, people like Roberto and Jamie Sterling and Terry Ansel and David Solano and Rob Sabalas and Theodore Caesar Mosby and Shai Lu and Cassie Singh. And then of course we have Mark Froman, Jeffrey Hess, Iraq V1 is with us, Roxy. Kimmy Kincaid, Joseph Glasgow, Joe, Vince Cici, who's AG is with us. Mr. Isaacs is here. Bob Fernando, Nate Tabbert, Johnny Florida, JR, Charlie is with us. And of course, Digital Lizard, Papa Mike Brown, Jay, Brandon McIntyre, Kerry Goldberg, Sal Felix, Cockboy is with us, Gary Thorpe, Vic Condor, John Hennef, Justin Ludwig, Anthony Alston, Terrell Thibodeau, my friend Leonard Van Dien is with us. Christian Pusher is here. MJW Games and Larry Trailer, of course, Michael, Randy Shepard, Joe Punches, Mr. Dirk. Jamie Pennycook, and of course, podcast icon himself, Mr. Don Tony, Jarrett Maloney, Walter Volani, Galactic Wrestling Federation, and Tyler Simpson. And then we have Steve Shaw and Stephen Teasdale is with us. Marquise Johns, Ruben, Joe Stello Echoes. Shout out to my buddy Stello Echoes right there. Ronald Anderson, Adam Bergoni, Emmanuel Rojas, Jeff Lippman, JB Buff Bell, Jarek Braxton, Kevin Matherin, Michael Shaw, Rivers Johansson, Jude, Matt, Felix Ortiz, Chuck. JT, a.k.a. Cloudy, Joseph Marr, Willie Thompson, Chris Matthews, Cherry Jesus, the artist who is formerly known as Roxy Mike, White Sox Sal, John, the Purple Haze, Danny Douglas, Paul Stockwell, John Garcia, Fatty316, James Gruesome, Daniel Clark Deliverance, Christopher Kane, and the adorable Drew Yari. Let's give everybody their plugs. How about Deathmatch Outlaws? How about the Drew Yari show? That adorable young man is on Patreon. Because that classic's 86 on YouTube. 
We have the Down on the Thundercast. And of course, Don Tony doing his thing on YouTube. Necromaniacs podcast. Boy, I am excited. I'm already shot thinking about the Necromaniacs year-end edition. I'm already thinking about what that's. I can't wait to hear their top five of the year. I can't wait. The Inhuman Experience podcast. Ringsiders Wrestling on YouTube. I'll be joining them soon, I believe, uh, for a special edition for, uh, I guess that's the uh, Survivor Series. Uh, Mojo and Dirk's most dastardly show, The Garden of Doom. Off the mat, old guy metalcast, funkbetty.com. Be thankful to yourself and get some clothes from uh, Funk Betty today. MJW Games, Cherry Jesus, he's on YouTube. The Red River Podcast, that's our good friend Sam and his band Playing Dead, always pumping out the hits and uh, putting out good music videos as well these days. So check out the band Playing Dead. Uh, Bayou Geeks, that's Fatty 316 show. The Highmarks, uh, the Highmarks Podcast, and of course Midnight Mash Creature Cast. Then we have the Weekly Detour, that's our good friend Anthony Allison and his good friend Teddy. And we got Guns and Geeks Podcast and of course the burly one himself. The Count Burlington, B-Show Brian. He's got the B-Show Brian show. We'll get B-Show back on here very soon. Uh, and we were so grateful that B-Show was with us last week on the Hangout. And uh, uh, check out his show, of course. And Chad, tell the kids what they can expect from Planet Mondo. Uh, yeah, I did some new reviews this past week. I did a couple unboxings. I bought some new movies, some Scream Factory titles. I did those in the car. Uh, so if you like unboxings, it's there. And uh, I did a review of the movie The Fall from 2022 that movie where they uh climbed that huge tower oh yeah i saw a great yeah. trailer for that dude i just i just watched that so i did a review Didn't on they that. shoot that with like a gopro or something uh no they, they shot it uh no there was something cameras. specific about the tower they they built it they for built the movie? no they built an actual tower for the movie jesus christ a yeah. real tower wow yeah. fuck dude okay. you should see that you'll like that movie. i'm gonna watch it, it was, i'm gonna it check really that out good. yeah i'm gonna do it's a lot really of good. tv this week i'm gonna watch yeah. a lot of stuff i'm gonna lay low so youtube planet mondo go uh go check it out the fall uh, review check that out and yeah. uh subscribe yeah and definitely subscribe and leave a review for planet mondo and be show brian show but definitely subscribe and leave a review and of course uh listen to some music check out my album synthetic 16 the band uh synthetic 16 spell out 16 the album too far along that's available on apple music uh it's available on amazon it's available on Pan- Bandcamp, and it's a uh, uh, it's available everywhere just stream it check it out listen to it in the car while you're driving to thanksgiving today uh, but we'll be continuing right now with our friends over at Patreon. Listen, guys, have a good, safe holiday. It's been a terrible week in our country with violence, uh, just a disturbing week. Uh, but try to find some solace in the fact that you have the uh, you have us guiding you through the horrors of this world. And uh, all of these enjoy all of you enjoying this holiday today with your friends and family. I wish all of you a very, very, very wonderful Thanksgiving. And for those of you working or maybe going through some stuff and not having the best day today, uh, I'm thinking about you as well. And I hope you are all safe and, and warm and doing something good for yourselves. And all of our friends overseas, uh, happy Thursday. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.